As a brand new affiliate marketer, how do you know what you're doing is the right thing to do? How do you know that you're gonna get results from that? I'm gonna share a couple of things that might help you out and I'll catch you guys right after this. Hey, what's up guys, welcome back and thank you very much for joining me. Now, for those of you that are new here, my name is Jamie G. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online and pretty much all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I'd love to have you guys join me. Feel free to hit the subscribe button. Alternatively, you can find me around the internet. I'm available on YouTube at jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. Anyway, I look forward to seeing you guys around the internet somewhere. Alrighty, what are we talking about today? So there's a couple of things I want to cover, first of all. Now, as a new affiliate or a new online marketer, if you search in Google, there are literally billions of results. And if you are looking at that information, you're thinking, well, where do I start? What do I do? What's the right course of action for me? What can I pursue that is going to fit into my lifestyle? What can I pursue that's going to fit into my personality type? Do I want to produce content? Do I want to start a YouTube channel? Do I want a podcast? Am I a really good writer? I'm not very comfortable on camera. Do I want to write? Do I want to just create products, help people out, a software perhaps? What skill can I pass on that's going to help fulfill a need in the, out there in the society, I guess? All these things are, are very relevant and it's very hard when you are starting out to know what the pathway is. So then you do some more digging. You find yourself on an email list. You start getting emails from someone who seems to know what they're talking about. They seem to get results. And you wonder how they do it. So they send you a little bit of information. They kind of tell you roughly what they do. It's, you know, you build a list and you do that, this, that, and the other thing. And then after a while, all of a sudden you start making sales. Then you start hitting leaderboards and then you develop your own product and then you sell that product and then you use the buyers list from that product to then create more affiliate sales. That's kind of, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> in, in one paragraph, the how-to. Um, anyway, of course, that is just one way. There's other ways. Could be just that you run a successful podcast. Could be just that you chop up different uh, videos from other people under the Creative Commons license. You edit those and upload them to a channel and they go viral. You get a lot of views. You find keywords that don't have strong rankings and you outrank them for whatever content you have. There's all sorts of things and it, obviously it's incredibly confusing when you're starting out. Which, which one do I want to go with? What do I do? Who's the right person to follow? Who doesn't seem like they're too full of BS? Who's just trying to sell me their $2,000 program? I get it. I've been there. I've been on this game since I started affiliate marketing in 2011 but I've been around the digital marketing game since 1997 when one of my family members set up an e-commerce site, which uh, obviously that's actually their, their main source of income for today as well. So 22 years on. So I've been around the, the game for a long time. So I know the ins and outs. I've seen it all. I get it. It's hard, especially when you're trying to work this out. Like, How do I even create a website? Do I need a website? What's a funnel? Do I need to create a funnel? What do I have to offer? I don't know anything, so how do I teach others? Do I need to teach others? Is there a better way? Can I just run ads and hope for the best? Is there some sort of system where they provide all the info for me? 
Yes, yes, and yes to all of that. So I get it. You're all, you're all of a sudden find yourself on a sales page and you buy that product because it seems like you'd like to earn the $232 per day that this gentleman or woman supposedly earns from this system. And the thing is that, yes, they do work. And yes, the, those case studies are real. I know that factually because I've seen a lot of these people that are now my mentors. I've seen some of the back end of their businesses and I understand the process that goes on behind that. But again, if you're new, a lot of the time you won't be able to replicate those results. And it's not that because they've got any magic formula. It's not because they know more than anyone else necessarily. It's just that they keep working. They, they leverage off something, some other knowledge that they have. That's all. So two things that I did want to cover, like I mentioned. One is shiny object syndrome. Now, I've mentioned this in this podcast before, so I'm not going to go over it in full detail. But uh, I also refer to it as magpie syndrome, and it's basically magpies are a black and white bird that collects stuff from campsites like tinfoil and spoons and all sorts of stuff. They just love uh, collecting little bits of treasure. I think crows aren't that dissimilar, if I'm not mistaken. I'm from New Zealand. There's a bird there called the kia. A very similar bird, they're very cheeky, they love stealing stuff, love ripping up uh, the interiors of cars, <laughs> stealing stuff right from uh, the um, aerial on your car, they will rip it off, take it back to their nest as a prize for their partner, quite charming little birds really, anyway I digress, shiny object syndrome, it's that thing we humans have where we don't know if what we're doing is working so as soon as a, a nice sales page or a nice screenshot or a nice little video comes along about someone getting success or about a particular system working, we distract ourselves, we drop everything we're doing, we jump into that next method of doing stuff. And in reality, had we just stuck with the original pathway that we were taking, a lot of the time, if we just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing, we would be able to push through that glass ceiling and start seeing success. And we could, too could get it to work. So I'm going to drop a little bit of a truth bomb right here. <laughs> Some of you are not going to like it, but it is the truth. Affiliate marketing and all this stuff, growing a YouTube channel, creating a successful blog, creating a successful podcast, it takes a lot of time. It's not an overnight success. You can't ever expect that. Some people fluke it, they might get a piece of content going viral or they might have the right mentors and they have the money to buy the, the time of a mentor who then helps provide the resources and tools. And a lot of people just won't take action. They'll still buy the mentors and tools and all that, all that stuff that they need but they won't take action on it. And if they do take action because they don't see immediate results they don't have that instant gratification, guess what happens? Shiny object syndrome kicks in. They look at the next sales page that says you can make $400 a day doing this. And they buy that. Not saying that those are bad products. A lot of the time, the vendors of those products have worked their butt off to make their case studies work. So they get them to work and then they have something that they can basically sell. It's an asset, of course. There's nothing stopping you from doing that same thing. Maybe just that you're unable to dedicate yourself to that one sole cause for long enough 
in order to see those results. There's a, a gentleman that I follow online. His name is Miles Beckler. MilesBeckler.com. Highly recommend you check him out. Super cool dude. And I saw a video of his recently. And this is the, the truth you probably won't want to hear. But Miles has just cracked over 100,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. He gets around 70,000 hits on his website every single month. He's doing pretty well. And um, of course, with those types of stats, it's pretty easy to assume what type of cash flow this guy will be generating. Here's a crazy thing. He doesn't monetize his YouTube channel because he doesn't want the quote-unquote gurus to distract you from his content. He doesn't want some ad that's heading to some sales page or webinar where they're going to sell you some $5,000 item to distract you from the simple message that he has to deliver. And that message is, at the time of recording when he hit the 100,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel, it took him two and a half years of, of publishing content on a regular basis. He has over 530 videos on his channel. He has, uh, like I say, over 70,000 hits on his website every month. He has, I think from memory, something like 700 blog posts. So you can imagine with all that content out there, of course you're going to start getting recognition eventually. It's going to take off. Now imagine if after 150 videos or 120 videos, he just thought, oh, this isn't for me, it doesn't work. Imagine if he'd stopped there. Imagine if he'd just gone, oh, actually, I just saw the sales page. I need to buy that YouTube course because I need to learn more what I'm doing. Now here's the other crazy thing about Miles. He's never bought a course on YouTube. He's never bought a course on how to grow a YouTube channel, anything like that. And his entire message to people watching is basically you just need to pump out more content. You need to pump out more quality content that people can relate to, that people like, that people are drawn to. And the more you do that and the more often you do that, eventually it's going to snowball till you start getting some decent traction and growing your channel. A case in point is another gentleman that I follow online. His name is Victor Paredes. I think I may have mentioned him on this podcast before. Again, he's an absolutely wonderful person. I had the pleasure of interviewing him recently on my YouTube channel. Now, one of the things about Victor is it took him 10 months of publishing on a very regular basis. I'm talking like four, five, six times a week on his YouTube channel before he hit 1,000 subscribers. 10 months. Now, the crazy thing is when I interviewed him, he had 1,100 subscribers. And then I went away for a month. When I came back, I checked again. He had over 2,000 subscribers. And I just saw a video of him uploading uh, today, actually, saying, I've hit 3,000 subscribers. What a milestone. Now, here's the thing. Victor continually optimizes his channel he optimizes his content his editing is getting better his thumbnails are improving his content is awesome he's but he's looking at it and he's optimizing it all the time so he works at it he works really hard and he does really well so there's another i guess case study to to take note of look him up on youtube victor paredes good guy 
Now that's a little bit more imaginable than 100,000 subscribers, I understand. But the thing is, Victor's probably going to grow into one of these channels that's going to have one, two, three, who knows how many thousands of subscribers. I'm probably going to imagine that he'd probably hit 50,000 subscribers within not too long. Now that type of subscriber base is going to produce a lot of revenue, both through Google AdSense, the advertising revenue, and also his affiliate sales. Plus he's got a, an online following. He has a lot of fans like myself. I, I really like the guy's a good guy. And, uh, you know, he just does it. He just keeps trying. So again, it comes back to this thing of he didn't allow himself to become distracted. He knew what the mission was, which was, I have to produce more content. I have to be out there more. I have to just keep going. And even though I'm not getting traction, even though 10 months, most people wouldn't even try something for 10 months. And strangely enough, when I interviewed him, I only had 200 subscribers. I'm sitting at about 330 at the time of recording. Again, I'm not a huge channel, but here's the crazy thing. I'm mental enough to keep going. I know that if I keep producing content, I'm going to get my message out there. And the more I get my message out there, the more people will resonate with that. And even if there's only a handful of people out of 100 that resonate with the message that I have, and there's only maybe one of those people out of 100 that actually like me enough to subscribe, I'm okay with that. Because I know that those people out there are the ones that I'm going to resonate with and the ones that, that do really want to watch my content are the ones that I want watching my content. It's not going to be for everyone, I get that. So anyway, if you're new to affiliate marketing and you're listening to this, then first of all, thank you for listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. But just note that there's no shortcut and yes, when you buy these courses, I, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I still enjoy some, getting some of the information that I get from these things. But when you're buying these courses, just remember that just because something doesn't work straight away doesn't mean it doesn't work. And I'll leave you with this little thought. Actually, I'll rephrase that. I have something else to tell you first. <laughs> to, to cure your shiny object syndrome... That's where I was going with this entire podcast. You really need to just work on the bigger picture. Now, if you know in the back of your mind that if you produce 500 videos and every time you do a video, it's going to improve in quality, eventually you're going to get to that point where people will start subscribing. They will start watching your stuff. You will start getting AdSense revenue once you hit that 1,000 subscriber mark. It is going to take a lot of work. But bear in mind that those cliche sayings like Rome wasn't built in a day actually are true. You need to put in the effort. You need to work at it. You need to hone in your craft. And sure, if you want to buy a product, that's absolutely fine. But take the time to watch it, go through it, and implement it. And just if something doesn't work straight away, you hit a hurdle, work out how you can get around that. Don't just quit. Don't just stop. Don't just buy another product because that's where the you think the end of the road is. Build the road. Build the bridge. Get over that obstacle. So that's how you get rid of shiny object syndrome. Remember what the goal was. Don't get disheartened if something doesn't work. Just work out how you can get around it. How you can improve for next time. You know what I mean? 
So that was the other thing. And then also, yes, you will need to work hard. And finally, yes, I will leave you with this. Did you know Thomas Edison, when he was building or inventing the incandescent light bulb, had 5,000 prototypes before he nailed it. 5,000. I want you to think about that. Yet so many of us will give up after one or two attempts. Imagine having that in your brain. (laughs) 5,000. I'd like to think that I try things. I'd like to think that I give it a really serious go. But man, 5,000 is next level. But that's the type of commitment you need to, to do extraordinary things. So if you're new and you're struggling, you don't know where to go, where to turn, you're worried about wasting money on another quote-unquote guru, you can get all the information you need for free off YouTube. There's a lot of information out there. Sometimes I'm, the, I'm in a similar boat where I, I like the structure of the course, so I will buy it even though I know I can get it for free online. But just make sure that you go through it. Make sure that you implement it. Make sure that you take action and make sure that you understand the bigger picture. And that's how you find your success. My name is Jamie G. I want to thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, see you guys in the next one. Bye for now.